Welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside the week look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning. So let's jump right in. Well, I am just beyond excited today to introduce my guests. I mean, of course, every guest I have had on are celebrities in their own right. But today, I feel like the Loving Lake Geneva podcast just got taken to a new level with not just a local celebrity, but a Hollywood celebrity. He is an actor, screenwriter, producer, and a comedian. He is on way too much to mention, but just to name a few, he starred as Lieutenant Jim Dangle in Reno 911, Ned Gold in 17 Again, Felix Unger on the remake of The Odd Couple. He's a screenwriter in films such as A Night at the Museum, Herbie Fully Loaded, Taxi, and has been in countless movies and TV shows. Thomas Lennon, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Karen. And I would like to say, uh, like clockwork, I'm so reliable. You asked me to do the podcast um, 18 months ago. <laughs> and I said, and I think I said, Karen, I'm on it. Uh, let's pick a date. And I said, let's pick a date. I'm on it. I'm on it. And then, uh, you know me, I flaked out for a long time. Well, there's some stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, you're so nice to to do this at all. And yeah, I didn't I didn't want to bother you. But boy, but I the end sure... of the story is and then you you texted me again yesterday. And I'm like, how about tomorrow morning at 830 in the morning? And you're like, great. So now it's it's very early in the morning. It's for people who don't have a sense. It's it's the middle of January and there's a pretty good coat of ice on the lake right now. There, well, yeah. speaking of the lake, okay, so a lot of people don't realize that you have a home up here, and um, there was something cross-posted from your Instagram with you mm -hmm. and uh, Weird Al on a boat, mm -hmm. and the comments <laughs> yeah. went wild because everyone's mm -hmm. like, I didn't know Thomas Lennon had a home up here. So what brought you up to Lake Geneva, and how long have you been up here? So full time, we've been kind of, well, not kind of, we've been living on the, my wife, Jenny, and my son, Oliver, and I've been living here for um, not quite two years now. Um, but there, there was a weird backstory. I mean, I know it seems like very random. Like, why would the guy, why, why does the Reno 911 guy live on Lake Geneva? Um, and it, it feels random, but the, the, the backstory makes a little bit more sense, which is, uh, so I'm, I was born out in the suburbs of Chicago. And I'm from Oak giant, Park, right? uh, exactly, yeah. And I'm from a giant Irish family. So my dad's one of ten. My mom's one of seven. And so growing up, uh, my mom's side, the McSheehys, would always rent a place over the summer for that giant crazy Irish family over in the Buena Vista Club, um, on uh, which is just outside of it's Fontana. Right by basically. me, yep. Yeah, and so, well, that's where I learned how to. I learned to swim at the Buena Vista Club. I think I have like some ribbons from Buena Vista days. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's where I learned how to swim over at, uh, it was at, the house is actually called Keeley's. You could still see it because it's got, um, it's got a very notable set of stairs that goes down to their pier, mm -hmm. which is stone steps and it's in the shape of a Y. So if you were in the Buena Vista club and you see, it's, it's kind of notable from the lake, you can really see it. Like it's got a Y shaped set of stairs. That was the Keeley's where as a little kid, we grew up in the summers. And then when my grandmother was about, when I was about 10 or 11, my grandmother bought a house uh, in Glenwood Springs, down at sort of the end of uh, gate six of Glenwood Springs, 
right above the oh the, the, we had a boathouse too we had one of the uh, if you're in sort of glenwood springs area oh wow am i getting too deep in the woods already for non lake geneva people? oh no don't worry about it <laughs> oh, okay. the locals will love it <laughs> okay so we have a there was a we had a boathouse if you look uh from the glenwood springs public pier you know just on the edge of indian hills we were the last house before indian hills in glenwood springs basically okay. and that's when we started coming a lot, and that's also when I got I found out my love of coming to Lake Geneva in the winter time, which is my favorite season here. I love that because a lot of people say, you know, I get why you love Lake Geneva in the summer, but what is there to do in the winter? And I'm always like, uh, everything, every exactly. Best. Well, there's a mix of there's tons to do. I mean, you know, all, my my son just got into skiing. You know, and I always kind of joked like, oh, you know, if if we were in Lake Geneva, you could ski every day because, you know, Wilmot, Grand Geneva, Alpine Valley are all within 29 minutes of our front door uh, or less. But now we've actually started doing that. So, like, there, there's really a tremendous amount to do if you have good boots and toe warmers. Yes, it's great. <laughs> that's right. It's a little, it is a little, it's a little brisk today. Yeah. How about the ice castles? Are you going to check those out? We went to the ice castles last oh, year and I'm actually, I'm chaperoning the field trip of my son's class going to the ice castles next week or the week after. And I do remember this ice castles. Oh, are the ice castles or the ice sculptures? Sorry. The castles. Okay. The castles we went to last year. Amazing. The coldest my feet have ever been uh, was at the ice castles. You have to remember you're standing in basically six inches of like crunched up ice at the bottom of the ice castles. So, which is like, that's the way that they pack lobsters to travel. So, your feet really wear good shoes. Yes. And then I think we also went to the ice sculptures last year, and that was the day without the wind chill that it hit minus 13. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank goodness, so was, because mm-hmm. the year before, I remember those just all kind of melted. Mushed away. <laughs> After oh, yeah. like two days Our, of, you know, displaying. That was one of those, it was one of those times we, we drove down. We we're like, let's go see the ice sculptures. We went into town. It was minus 13. We ran by the ice sculptures and screamed at everyone. Great job. It's a great job. We're getting in the back of the car. Great job. This looks amazing. Oh, my gosh. This looks amazing. Goodbye. Well, yeah. yeah with you going back and forth from mm-hmm. um, California to here, I mean, mm-hmm. your body probably, like, needs an adjustment period. Like, those of us who are here all winter, <laughs> like, we're good. You know, we're used to this. <laughs> it. Uh, I, I used to be. I, I used to be used to it. Like, there was one winter uh, that actually my, my one of my, my best friend as a child, Dave Hedger, and I, I think it was like 1981 and the lake was frozen. So we decided to take our ice skates. It was fro- it was that perfect condition where it was frozen, but no snow on it yet. So we took our ice skates, you know, sometime in the afternoon uh, from Glenwood Springs to Williams Bay on skates. Wow. And it was amazing. And it was so easy. And what we realized was there was the wind was right behind us and it blew us <laughs> to Williams Bay in like 15, 20 minutes. That's pretty the, brave. The it was really brave and also real dumb. What we didn't know is that the trip back would take us something like two and a half hours, probably. I was just going to say, I'm three. sure it yeah. wasn't fun on the way back. Yeah. It was the, the angriest I've ever seen my mother, and she used to get pretty angry. That's the angriest I've ever seen her was when she couldn't find us. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny that you're like so many of us and that the reason that we're up here, it just goes back to our parents or several generations, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. just special to us that way. But it is such a, a beautiful, I mean, what's your view right now? What are you looking at? Well, we live um, r- r- sort of around the, the narrowest part of the lake, which is uh, pretty great. So, I mean, right now it's just like a gorgeous, like the, uh, there are there are people ice fishing on the lake right now, 
I almost went out last night, and then I noticed a couple little patches that weren't frozen, weirdly. <laughs> so uh, I did not go across. Usually when it's frozen, I'll, I'll take walks across the lake. Um, where we live, in, it's really only about a 20-minute walk across the lake when it's frozen. Um, you know, With the right you shoes. Be, yeah, good shoes. you got to be confident. I will say last year when the lake was frozen, the, the last two times we walked, we did my dad makes everybody walk across the lake thing. I did have us all put on life vests just for fun. <laughs> so I think that stressed everyone out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> so you gave us a little hint where your house is. I mean, could you just give us your address yeah. so we can all stop by and say hi whenever we want? Yeah, yeah, sure. Want. Come by anytime. Come by anytime. <laughs> like for some I'm, hot uh, chocolate on the lakeshore path. The sign, the, sign, the sign on the mailbox says, uh, says Bill Beverage, <laughs> and uh, you'll see the big Tito's vodka flag. No, I'm kidding, but... <laughs> Um, come by anytime. It's called, it's on snake road. It's called Dree house's house. <laughs> right. no. um, I thought maybe that was you that bought that. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to guess for a long time who bought that. Yeah. I, I had a theory. It was going to be like, I had a theory. My here was, and by the way, this is of course not true. Cause I think we know who did, but, yeah. um, my original theory was like, it's going to be somebody from Chicago with a stupid amount of money and kind of like flashy taste. So my immediate answer was, well, it's got to be Kanye West. <laughs> that is funny because that was one of my guesses too. Was that because a guess? Because I know he guess. has some connections yep. up here. Well, he's from Chicago yeah. and he's got that kind of money and it'd be like a weird impulse buy. You know, that would have been um, something else. He would have done the fireworks for sure and continued the big oh, parties. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, God, they better, they, they, whoever did better do them. I know, that should like, have been written in the contract, I feel like. I think it must be, right? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so we have a, yeah, you know, I never really thought we would live on Lake Geneva um, and my son would go to school here. But, you know, when the world kind of changed, I started to realize, you know, a lot of the work I do is writing, like which you can do anywhere. And the world was mostly closed. And if you're going to be somewhere, why not be somewhere really beautiful? Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll run into 35 deer at a time, mm -hmm. you know. Which and is turkeys. Really, like, the turkeys are out in force lately. So many turkeys. Yeah. So many turkeys. We actually saw the turkeys out a couple days before Thanksgiving, and I was like, they're tr just trying to get caught. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were out so flagrantly. I was just seeing flocks of, like, 15, 20 turkeys at a time, and I'm like, they're just trying to get caught. Totally. They don't even move. across the road. Like, hey. Didn't even care. Yeah. So how about in the um, summer? Are you a big boater? Do you water ski? Do you wakeboard? We we do have a boat Um, when we got here. uh, When I first got here, got a kind of a tiny little boat, and then realized uh, the boat was a little too small. Lake Geneva's, I mean, it's really got big currents. You know, my, my big rule after two summers with a boat on the lake is like, you know, respect the lake as like a large body of water with currents and different flows and just be, you know, be really ready. Cause I see a lot of people out who don't seem ready. Right. <laughs> and we actually got rescued by water safety patrol last year when I made some bad judgment calls. So um, big shout out to Water Safety Patrol. Totally. Great, great, great uh, division and Ted and everybody over there. Um, but yeah, we, we do love the boat. I think you saw, you did see a picture of Weird Al out on my boat. Um, it was, it looked like got, a wooden boat, a nice, right? One of the... It's, I got a nice, I have a, a 1963 Lyman sleeper. Oh, love it. Um, you must know Lars Bergerson of Bergerson Boats yes. in town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Lars had sold us our first boat, which is kind of a little boat. And then I was getting scared taking a little boat out on the lake. And then um, the next next year, he we, uh, we upgraded and got kind of a beautiful old boat, wooden boat. I mean, it looks like exactly like the 
well, I'd love to have a Lake Geneva boat to, you know, cruise around in. It's that. And then I think it was, what's funny is that picture, that picture of me and Weird Al on my boat, it was us and the Al, Al was probably my best friend, I guess. So uh, we were out on the boat and that Al's daughter was actually driving the boat. And if you look closely, <laughs> Al's wearing a Lake Geneva sweatshirt that we got him at, at Walmart. So we got, yeah, look at, look at the sweatshirt that he's wearing. It actually says Lake Geneva on it. That's so funny. Yeah. So we thought everybody was like, thought it would become a fashion trend. They're like, oh, Weird Al wears a Lake Geneva sweatshirt when he's in Lake Geneva at Tom's house. (laughs) And of all places to get one, right? Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) I was a a clerk at that wall, at the Walmart. Were you really? I was. Yeah. We did it as a fundraiser for children's. Oh, right. I did see. That was so nice of you to do. You were dressed as Lieutenant Dangle, right? Probably the hardest day of work I've ever actually done. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, it was tough. The work in the register is like, I have a lot of respect for people that can run the register because it's very confusing. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. So if people like run into you or see you Mm. up here, do you want them to approach you and say hi? Would you rather lay low? Do you want them to send you a a shot over or a spotted cow or something? Always send me a shot. Okay. Always send me a shot. Are you a Wisconsin Um, old fashioned guy or what? Uh, I'm, I'm weirdly more of like a wine drinker, but I do, I love any form of cheese curd. Um, so, uh, no, it's funny. It's always funny. Cause like, I've met some people who are like actors and celebrities who like, ugh, hate like taking pictures and stuff. And I'm like, that's the best part of the job. <laughs> like the best part of the job is like meeting people and having people say they like what you do. Like, that's like so great. So I'm always baffled by people that are like, ugh. You know, uh, that's very much not who I am, as my wife would probably corroborate. Well, yeah. good. So, so we're free to approach. <laughs> Absolutely. That's... Especially if you have a, a shot in cheese curds. With yes. You. Well, that that's yeah. it is Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so with Reno, we have to talk about Reno nine one one because sure. it's just a, everybody's favorite and. Um, I guess some... there's actually ready. There's actually a new season. By by the time this podcast comes out, there's a there's a season eight of Reno 911 is about to come out. And where Believe can people find a movie? Right. That'll be the movie's out right now on a service called Paramount Plus. So it's a streaming service. Um, but I'm really really proud of the movie. It's really great. And also secretly, you can try Paramount Plus for free and then cancel it later. Don't don't record that I said that. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. They they know that you can try it and cancel it. So if you want to try Paramount Plus, you can watch the Reno movie. And then the new episodes of Reno 911 will be on a service that's actually totally free and amazing called Roku. And no, you don't need the box to get Roku. You can just go to the website and just watch it. But mm-hmm. uh, that, so because uh, some people don't know that they just want more and more and more constantly. So thank you for telling us where they can Roku's get more and more and more. Really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, most importantly, how mm-hmm. uncomfortable are those shorts? They're the worst idea I ever had in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. You have to keep in mind when we did the pilot for the show, I was 29 years old. Now I'm now 51 and we still do the show. So such a such a bad idea. And you, yeah. I mean, that that character mm-hmm. was your creation, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it would be a good idea. I was like, well, let's, I'm going to pick the funniest, stupidest outfit I can possibly pick. And then now we've done eight seasons and two movies. So it's basically become the uniform of my adult life. Um, the only thing about it is, uh, the, good, the good news is, it's also, it's, it's, it's also such a popular Halloween costume. So there, there's an official Lieutenant Dangle Halloween costume that Comedy Central sells and makes, and you can get it, you know, anywhere. 
Um, but it's weirdly, the Dangle outfit is so popular that Spirit Halloween store, uh, and there's one in Delvin. I went around and I looked for the official Lieutenant Dangle outfit, and they don't have it because they make their own knockoff of it. <laughs> and they make Spirit Halloween makes a knockoff Halloween costume of me called Sergeant Short Pants. Um, it was so funny, and they they sell it so you can buy it. Like next to, there's one of like a can of white clam seltzer, not white claw, white clam. So they do these like knockoffs of Halloween costumes. And I'm proud to say mine got so popular that it has a knockoff. Right. Oh, that's so mm. funny. So I, what I don't understand just in watching these is mm. how do you not like lose it? How do you not crack up? I mean, are there a lot of bloopers or are you just so good we, at this and used to it? We do. No, we laugh a lot. <laughs> you know, one thing that helps is like, the mustache on the upper lip can definitely, sometimes you'll see if I start to look real, real angry, like I'll sort of be clenching my jaw and I'm kind of dig my mustache into the top of my lip. That's me just not laughing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's also so loose that it almost doesn't really matter if you laugh or I just look away, but yeah. Um, we, we have gotten, I feel like we have gotten better. I think actually the new, the last like two seasons of Reno 911 and the new movie, are probably the best stuff we've done if you if you haven't seen them yet no i'm dying to see the movie so that that that's on my list for today actually but you know i i one of my favorite things was you playing felix and the odd couple and i oh, i you. just like because i used to watch that as a kid and you have him down to a t every movement every facial expression the voice everything i mean were you a fan of that show growing up or did you kind oh of my god yeah were... i was a huge fan of the odd to the point that when when the opportunity came up and they said we'd like you to be felix you know that felt like a really impossible target to nail i was like oh boy you know i mean you're really stepping into like you know everybody's got a sense of i mean tony randall's you know legendary genius um and I was, uh, I didn't, I don't know if I wanted to do it. I was like, this seems like a very dangerous thing to attempt. And the thing that ultimately, I mean, ultimately I was like, look, you know, Tony Randall was the third Felix Unger. I think I could try to be the fifth, which is actually chronologically accurate. So I was like, look, I'll give it a, I'm going to try. And at the first, like, st taping, Gary Marshall, who did a, the original Odd Couple, of course, famous Gary Marshall of Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley, and every show ever. Um, Gary Marshall came up to me. Uh, he was getting out of his car with his son, Scott. And he was like, and he came up to me and he gave me a hug and he said, you're killing it. You're killing it. And I was like, I started to cry. I was like, this is the best thing that ever happened. Gary Marshall thinks I'm doing a good job as Felix. So um, it was amazing. Was, uh, like, like just his posture. My life. Yeah. That has to be yeah. hard standing up that straight all the time. I, uh, I I will say that while I was doing Felix, I certainly was in the best shape of my life because I would I, I felt such a like a responsibility. I was like, well, Felix would be in terrific shape and he'd be super flexible and he'd be like he'd fit in really you know dapper clothes. <laughs> Tony Randall was always like you know perfect. So I I feel like I think during Odd Couple I would get up at about four every day and work out for at least like a couple hours oh, wow. <laughs> just to just to try to stay sort of Felix size and flexible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did read, are you a vegetarian still? I did read that. you. I am actually. Yeah. Awesome. I've been a vegan for mm -hmm. 26 years. So you're a vegan in Wisconsin. I, well, right. Well, I came from that Illinois is, too. I, I, um, I tip my hat to you because 
That is, that's a tough one. The, the cheese curd one for me is a tough yeah. one. It's, it, it yeah, it's it is getting better up here as far as more options, but yeah, it is a little challenging. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can get a you can get. By the way, I'll tell you right now. Are you ready for this? Yeah. They have a great uh, veggie burger at Chuck's in Fontana. They do. I yes, yeah. and Gordy's too, right next mm-hmm. door. And... You can get the fried pickles at the Owl. Yep. Those are totally totally uh, vegetarian, I think. Yes, yeah. they are. I love those fried. Great pickles. veggie burger at Chuck's. Yeah, there's good stuff. There's good stuff at the boathouse. There's it's good getting stuff there. At, the um, grocery stores yeah. carry more stuff, so it's oh, it's, for sure. it's getting a little bit easier. But sure. so I noticed that you're you're mm-hmm. you seem to be in a lot of things with Matthew Perry, like Seventeen again and Odd Couple and 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 Friends. That is a weird. We have done a fair amount of things together, which is not not something I would, not not necessarily planned, but yes. <laughs> well, when I when I told my daughter Rachel that I was going to be talking to you today the first thing she said was you know he's Joey's hand twin and friends <laughs> Joey's hand twin it comes up all the time I love it. Up and they go, there's a couple weird roles that I play that I, I often forget that how much people like them one is the guy in I love you man mm-hmm. I play a character named Doug and I love you man and people love that and they quote it to me and then uh I was the other fiance in how I met your mother Klaus, the German guy. Right. (laughs) Um, And like, there's always there's weird roles that I forget, and and Joey's hand twin on Friends is a big one that sometimes I forget that I did it until people come up to me and go, Joey's hand twin. (laughs) Well, I saw you at the reunion. You were at the reunion. I did the Friends reunion. That was enormously fun. That is so. I mean, was Um, there an audition for that with your hand? Like, what? I mean, how did you get that part? You know what? You ready for this? It was that's so funny. No, I had just I had just done a couple episodes of a show with Christina Applegate called Jesse that I don't know if people, many people remember, but Christina Applegate had a really funny sitcom called Jesse. And on it, I played like the local cop who was madly in love with Christina Applegate and basically was always like just swooning over her. And it was just kind of a funny part, but I'd come in here and there. And and the same producers of a friends uh, produced that show and they were like, oh, we do have this role that just needs somebody who is objectively can can be funny just mostly by just holding their face very still. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can I can do I, so they they actually just asked me to do that. And I was like, oh, yeah, do two episodes of Friends at its peak. Of course. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's it's perfect. And it's yeah. funny that that was my daughter's first go to with you. But mm-hmm. and I was also the big one is usually as 17 again is usually is the one that, right. that young oh, people usually know. Yeah. What a great movie. I mean, a movie that holds up. It's on Netflix now. You can watch it almost any time on Netflix and it holds up way better than you think, I would say. It does. I, I went back and yeah. watched it again because I hadn't mm-hmm. seen it in so long. And it, yeah, was, it's got and it's also got great. You're like un, like Jim Gaffigan is the gym teacher. There's like great unexpected fun people in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was also um, watching you in Drunk History. Oh, fun. <laughs> I think those. Are, I mean, one of it's one of the funniest shows ever. So funny, and like uh, yeah. the the one episode that you were in, the the drunk guy is holding like orange juice in one hand and a beer in the other, and like just some of the lines from them. I mean, do you do you actually ever interact with these drunk guys, or is I've it? I've never done. I've never been there for the. And I've I've never been the person who gets drunk in those. Right. <laughs> um, thank goodness, because I'm from the uh, the Chicago suburbs. So the amount it would take to get me that drunk is terrifying. <laughs> um, so, so no. I, but I have been lucky to do the reenactments a couple times. I got to play. I think I played William Randolph Hearst, which was very fun. I think I played Timothy, yes, Leary, Timothy Leary, and then I played someone sort of a major figure involved in Area Fifty One. It's such a weird job to do that show because, of course the 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 dialogue that you're going to say 
was recorded by a drunk person, you know, like a month ago. So you have a track that you have to practice lip syncing. So you're lip syncing to a recording of a very drunk person. <laughs> so that's, it's hard. It's a little bit hard to get it exactly right. Oh, I'm sure. But like yeah. best idea ever for a TV show. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's endlessly, it, it's a magic trick that never stops being hilarious. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So in real life, like, uh, um, mm -hmm. are you, are you always just like funny and full of energy? I mean, are you different from oh, the characters geez. you play or is this just fit um, right in naturally to you? Oh, geez. I think if you were to ask my wife and son, they, they would say not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a great question. I don't know. Um, I, I actually, I actually think if you like, maybe like, you know, for better or for worse, like a lot of people that get into comedy, they have pretty serious side and I feel like I do as well. Um, but you know, I try to keep it light, but I, you know, I definitely, you know, I, I, I think I have the personality that leads a lot of people into comedy, which is, you know, a slightly, a slightly OCD and maybe slightly intense. I would say <laughs> it's, it's not a profession. Nothing that I do is a good job if you don't have a pretty thick skin. Yeah. Um, you know, like, uh, you know, the, the, at this point, you know, so, the, you know, I've written, you know, 10 or 11 films that have gotten made, but that means I've written probably 30 to 35 films that did not get made. <laughs> so, you know, like, it's interesting, you know, and I've been on a lot of shows, but that means the, you know, for every show you get on, there's six or eight you do not. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, the, for anybody, especially young folks going into the writing and acting and movie type stuff you know just be, be ready it's an, it's very intense yeah. yeah and and it's personal that's what's weird the rejections when you do this when you do what i do the rejections if they reject you it is personal yeah how can it not <laughs> they be? they liked someone more than you right yeah. right so, yeah so i i don't know how you have any free time but um, I know you have a little bit of a love for music mm -hmm. and I guitars. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit I about do. that? That's, um, I, I'm not sure when that happened. I guess, uh, at one point when I was growing up in the Chicago suburbs, my, my girlfriend, Jenny Block at the time, this is in high school, she went to Valparaiso and then she was, she was like away for a year. Um, and I had not, I had nothing to do. And this is before the internet existed. So there's no like the internet. There was nothing. There was, we, no one had cell phones were far away idea. So I, I think I sat in my room in Oak Park for like three and a half months and never did anything else. But um, I had a, a, a pocket Beatles songbook with chords in it. So I just every single day, that's all I did. Um, as I, I practiced the, this one Beatles book over and over and over again. And at the end of the summer, it was... I could just play guitar. And then I, I started to get a little bit obsessed. I'm actually in, I'm currently in, I'm in a Smith's cover band in California called the Sweet and Tender Hooligans. Really? So, yeah. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm not the lead guitar player. I'm like the, the rhythm guitar player. So there's a, another guitar player in the band who's far better than me. But um, I can hold my own on the, you know, the backing parts. So it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's a... Uh, it, you got to be careful with the guitars. It's a little bit of an addiction. Well, come on, with all the um, live music up here, you should be playing the local spots. There's some great. There's some great places. I have thought about that. I have thought about it. I mean, you would draw quite a crowd for sure. <laughs> that would be so. Okay, fun. one day I'll get my act together. Right, right. And do uh, do all my cover songs back to back to back. <laughs> 
Well, I always end by asking uh, my guests what your favorite thing about the Lake Geneva area is. And it, I mean, in this 10 degree weather, can you please tell us why Wisconsin is better than California? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, that's, that's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to slag on California too much because my son was born there and I lived there for 25 years, you know, but I mean, California gets a little intense these days, you know, and uh, with the forest fires and, um, you know, it's, it's a little intense out there. And, you know, also, I, I guess the best way to sum it up is this happened one last year uh, here at Lake Geneva, me and my wife and my son and our, our dogs were tucked into our jackets and we were walking on the frozen lake uh, just outside of our house. And I heard a sound that I'd never heard before, like this little tiny And I was trying to figure out what the sound was. And I realized, I just stood to perfectly still, and I realized what I was hearing was the sound of individual snowflakes landing on my shoulder. Mm. And I could actually hear them. And I was like, oh, I have not been to a place that's so peaceful, that's so, like, uncorrupted with background noise and helicopters and just random sounds in so long that my ears were like, totally confused by like the sound of snow on my shoulders. So that was, but that, that was a real thing that happened. And it really floored me. I was like, I just heard individual snowflakes. That was so weird, but you'd have to be here to, to realize that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It's quiet and peaceful and, and gosh, the people are incredible up here too. And right until, and right until summer. And then it's going to get a little, then be a little not so peaceful. Yeah. Did speaking yeah. of your dog, I just have to say, did I see a picture <laughs> of your dog on a sled by himself? That's exactly right. <laughs> little Pedro. He was not by himself. No, you didn't see it was me off camera. I think well, I mean, on the sled around. by himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, what you don't know is that before I took him out, obviously the little towel that is in his dog carrier, I put in the dryer for like a while. <laughs> So he's he's sitting on a hot like blanket out of the dryer, it was and he hysterical. still was like, "Let's get back inside." Yeah, this right. Is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you have rescue dogs, right? We do. We have uh, um, uh, one now. Heidi Heidi went to heaven last year, Aww. but uh, Pedro is still with us and uh, the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, we yeah. are so thrilled that you are up here, and hope oh, to I, see I you out. And if anybody sees Thomas out. Please send them some cheese curds cheese and maybe curds. a shot of something. <laughs> Not a vegan, just a vegetarian. Right, we got it. So thank you I, so much. What an absolute pleasure. Really and for taking the time. You're so close. To, I'm I'm here right here in Fontana and you're over by the Narrows there. So I'm so close. Yeah, yeah I can wave to you. But thank you for taking the time to do this. I, oh, I know Oh, Karen, how. what an absolute pleasure. And uh well, let's do it again. Wonderful. Well, as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva and the wonderful people who help make it so special. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right, like the